listening to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn. Dr. Mike Glenn is the senior and teaching pastor of Brentwood Baptist Church. Today's co-host is Amy Jo Girardier, girls minister at Brentwood Baptist. Today we're talking about work-life balance myth. Let's listen in on the conversation. Um, well, you have been doing some posts on your blog mm-hmm. about um, just balancing of work and life. It's kind uh-huh. of um, just talking through, um, you know, balance, which it's hard to achieve. The illusion yeah, that we have that. A, a well-balanced life. And right. The, yeah. Right. What, I mean, why is that an illusion? Why is that a myth? Uh, because it is, it is based off of a faulty understanding of reality. Uh, the, um, the understanding of a balanced life comes from uh, an, an Eastern understanding of life, that there is a yin and a yang, and, you know, you, you push here, you pull there, and that kind of stuff. Uh, but the, the biblical understanding of life is that it is linear. It's not circular, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not on a treadmill. We're going to, to somewhere. Hmm. And and the image of journey is is very important biblically, and it's important for us to understand it in our life. And that for journeys, you are always packing and unpacking. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense. because you always. Well, I'm going to the beach. Well, that's one packing. I'm going to to London. Well, that's another pack. I'm staying overnight. That's one thing. So, life is always this this unfolding adventure that that asks you different questions at different times. And what we want to do is go to some seminar and say, okay, here is how my life is going to be from now on. Yeah. And and we always get really frustrated with that because it lasts about a week. Hmm. Okay. Uh, for instance, you you know who you are uh, and how your life works coming out of college. You get your first job, uh, so you can you realize, okay, I can still stay up to one or two. In the, in the morning, I can get up at 7. I can still function. Yeah, you alrighty? can still get it all done. You can still get it all done. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll, we'll have a big party on the weekend and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then you get married. Mm-hmm. Okay, now there's somebody else who is imposing on your time, who needs something. Well, you still have the same 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but not only do they need you or want you, they need and want you in different ways at different times. Yeah. Sometimes they need you to step back and let them do it. Sometimes they need you to be engaged with them. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Sometimes it's two hours. But you have to be paying attention to how they need you hmm. and then how your work needs you and how, how you need to take care of yourself. So you're always asking questions about these different areas of your life, and you're always swapping off. And then you bring in children hmm. uh, and that kind of thing. And so you're always having to kind of look at your life and going, here are the 24 hours I have, and here are the appropriate ways to spend my time yeah. uh, based on the values that I have. That makes sense. Okay, so, uh, yes, I'm the pastor of Brentwood Baptist Church. That is my day job. Uh, but my, my, my first priority is my relationship to Christ. So I protect the time that I need to have to keep that relationship vital and engaged. Hmm. So there are certain times during the day that I am not available. Mm-hmm. And if you call, you'll get my answering machine. If you call, you get my voicemail. Or if you come to the church, Carol won't let you back to see me, okay? <laughs> I, just, I just have to have that, uh, or I'm no good to anybody. Uh, if Jeannie calls, no matter 
what I'm doing, I will take her phone call. Right. Uh, she is more important to me than anybody that is in the room. Yeah. My boys uh, always knew they could get to me. Hmm. They could call me. They could. Uh, they have walked in counseling sessions, budget meetings, whatever, and they, they would just throw the door open and, and walk in <laughs> because they always knew that they were more important yeah. than anybody else that was in that office. Now, people will say, well, um, you know, you, you, that, that's, you know, not realistic, your job and all of this. Uh, and, and when I, and, well, staff will come to me and go, well, you know, our, our people work 60, 70 hours a week. Maybe we need to do this. Kind of, mm-hmm. And I say, well, you do know they're sick. <laughs> you know, our yeah. world is sick. Right. And um, and so sick that we can come home and, and uh, after the dad's put in 80 hours to say, well, I'm doing it for the kids. Mm-hmm. You talk to the kids and say, what do you want from your dad? Time. Right. I don't want any more toys. I don't, I don't want the new car. I want dad to be home. Mm-hmm. So to tell me you're doing it for the kids, you're not paying attention. Right. So what you have to do is, is one, throw out the, the, the expectation that you can ever balance it. Okay. Okay. Am I acting appropriately, giving what is most important to me with the time and opportunities that I have? Hmm. And those are great questions, or what, great questions to ask. I know um, it, from a female perspective, and from the moment I was little, like in seventh grade, I packed all of my books in my book bag. I yeah. didn't want to keep it in my locker, <laughs> you know? And so they always laughed about the fact that when I came down the hallway, look out because you could get struck by my book bag. But that's hard to right. unpack the things out of your out of your book bag or for each journey, mm-hmm. and then there always feels like I've got to be that person at all times. You know, like I have to be a good family member, I have to be a good coworker, I have to be. So, what? How do you respond to um, people that are demanding you to be that person at that time? How do you how do you keep those guardrails up? You're saying, you know, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to put these guardrails up so mm-hmm. that I, I stay on this journey and stay mm-hmm. on this path. How do you... You know, what, what they're finding out now is that it is not so much time management as it is attention management. Okay. Okay, so when... Uh, one thing the Internet is teaching us is, or we're learning from the Internet, is, is okay, uh, a website comes up, am I going to pay attention to it or not? Am mm-hmm. I going to focus or not? Yeah. So it, it's a matter of... of, of Telling yourself and telling um, the, the the person you're with and the other people who want your attention that this is what is most important right mm-hmm. now. So I can say to the boys, not now. I'll right. be with you in a minute. Right now, this is what Dad needs to do. Yeah. Okay. And so I can tell the church, not now. Uh, my wife needs me. My, uh, my 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 sons need me. Or sometimes you can say to, you, uh, to your wife, not now, I, this is really a tough time at the church and I really need to focus yeah. my, my attention here. Yeah. So it's not that I say no. Okay. that's a good, yeah. All right. I say not, not now. Thanks for listening in on the conversation. If you want to find out more about Dr. Mike Lynn, you can go to MikeLynnOnline.com or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Glenn. You can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse on his website, MikeLynnOnline.com. 